You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 223 for May 12th. 2013, it's the Mother's Day edition of Take Him With You. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around, we have a fun interview for you. Happy Mother's Day, all you moms. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. You're you're everybody. <laughs> you are you all everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um we have a great interview later, but tomorrow is <laughs> Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Hello, Mother. Hello, Father. When we were getting ready Here for Here I am at Camp Granada. We getting ready for our interview, you came to the realization that the first time that you and I podcasted together was it was it six years ago now? I'm not sure if it's five or six years. Five ago. or six years ago, we were on the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast uh, for the Mother's Day edition, where you you did your very first podcast with me. Which you could probably go back to the archives mm-hmm. and search for Mother's Day Rick and Amy at treks and sci-fi and find out exactly what year that was i could you could if if that really if anyone really would care to know they probably don't really care but why not it was you know a while ago and um yeah we had these little dorky headsets we were wearing with dorky mics they call them, them dorky well we don't we we've kind of progressed a bit in our recording system since then <laughs> I think he had a little laptop. Uh, well, it wasn't so little. It was one of those big, clunky, really heavy laptops on the table and some um, a splitter with these headphones with, you know, headgear with a little microphone and yeah. headphones and yeah. earphones. So we've come a, a little ways with our recording ability, but... Um, I'm but, looking for it right now, now that yeah. you said that. You're, you had to go to Trex and Sci-Fi. Do they have a search option? They do, and I'm looking at it right now. Uh, oh, I did an interview with Rico back in 2009. Hmm. I'm trying to find in... Uh, just keep talking. You're doing good. Okay. So <clears throat> tomorrow <laughs> we have big plans, which we'll talk about a little bit later in our interview. And... Um, Boy, I didn't know I was going to have to carry the conversation. Well, it's, I'm just looking kinda, for that thing that you were looking. You wanted me it's to. It's kind of hard. So we're just plugging away. You're clicking on things and reading them. Yeah, I am. Um, uh, let me see. No, <laughs> that's not it. Well, well, well. We might have to stop the podcast because I'm not. It may have been back farther than I thought. It was quite a while ago. Is Mother's Day always in May? Um. Yeah middle of may mm-hmm. so it'd be you just have to look at the the number five ones that's what i'm doing right now yeah so you had another podcast you did this afternoon you you yeah. recorded a battlestar galactica one it's the ragtag fugitive podcast with my friend chris clemente and myself mm-hmm. and then our guest host was al kessel this time 
Oh. It was really fun. We had such a great time. It was. Mm-hmm. We always do because we like talking about uh, really dorky sci-fi. Yeah. You're not saying much. Oh, well, I just, you know, I'm thinking about this next week. I think um, today is, well, we're putting this out on the 12th. Um, our middle child turns 21 this week. Yeah. On the f- 15th? Or 14th. 14th, dear. You don't remember oh. your son's birthday? Well, I know it's the middle of May. <laughs> so, you know, and it's funny because we are interviewing my mother late, later on in the show. We're going to play our interview. It was, it was back and in 2007. 2007. We Program had- number 121. Uh, Rico says an awesome special podcast with Rick and Amy Moyer. They guest host for Mother's Day while I'm in, in Taiwan. Listen to them chat about Star Trek and many other cool things. Enjoy. And and that was the first time I podcasted with you, and you were shocked because I brought all these notes because we were doing a Mother's Day. You have to remember that up, and, up until then, you never wanted to be on stage with me when I preached. You never wanted to co-host anything with you never wanted to be in front of people and then all of a sudden you like come alive and have all these hilarious things to say and i'm like what what i I have some pretty strong opinions about star trek (laughs) and they're female characters i guess yes you do as a matter of fact it's pretty crazy okay phone call yeah this is our son that's turning 21 so we'll pause this for a second Yes, your son's doing some shopping for you. He is. He was a big blessing because I was gone every day this last week. And today, I wanted to stay home as much as possible and get caught up on laundry and housework. And and then we had a big shindig for my mom and um, got together with all my siblings and most of my in-laws. Well, all of my in-laws. But anyway, we had a great time. Um, get together with them and so I I asked my son if he would mind stopping on his way home and picking up things that I need to do for breakfast tomorrow or yeah ingredients we needed so he was being really sweet and he said he'd do that okay yay so good kid we'll be back in just a second So what did you do this week? I worked too much. What did you do? Well, I I didn't have any work for a little bit. And then I had a bunch of work to do. So I got a bunch of my work done. And now I get to take tomorrow off to spend for your Mother's Day taking you to Olympia and stuff. Mm-hmm. And making Swedish pancakes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, I'll mix them up and you said you'll cook them. We'll see. I'll see if I can. You're not going to cook on Mother's Day. I, you know. No. Okay, but there, no. there is a science to doing Swedish pancakes. And my mother and I, we put just a little bit of butter in the pan. Mm-hmm. And then we put the right amount of batter in. And then it. A little bit yeah. of butter and a right amount of batter. And then you it. have to flip them a certain them way. If you don't flip them right, they fall apart. They're kind of tricky to do. So. We'll see if two Swedes will let this Norwegian. Of course, we're half Norwegian too. But anyway, we'll see if we let you do that or not. 
We'll see. We'll see if we can give up control over cooking the Swedes. Well, I mean, if you want to cook them, I guess you can. <laughs> I just thought it might be nice for Mother's Day that you didn't have to cook. Yeah, well, I think we're going out for lunch. But I, it's going to be hard for me to give up control of the Swedish pancakes. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of mm. like barbecuing is your thing. You know, I don't. I have barbecued a few times, but I prefer not to. <laughs> I prefer to let the barbecue king do it. Why is it in it. this day and age when the sexes are supposed to be equal? Why is it that men have to barbecue and women don't? Well, I I have barbecued before, but I don't. Are really there any like women grillers to. out there? Are there any oh, grillers sure. barbecuers out there? Are listen yeah. that are listening? Do you barbecue, or do you make your husband or boyfriend or brother or what, whoever? What I what I think cook? is. What I think is hilarious is when men cook dinner on their barbecue, probably two-thirds of the time, not always with you, but two-thirds of the time, I think women usually get everything ready for the men <laughs> and do all the side dishes and stuff, but the men cook dinner because they stood by the grill and, you know... Flip the meat. Flip the meat. <laughs> you know, I know, it's, shockingly enough, I know women who love steak. Uh, not me and and meat and stuff but mm, not you not me oh the other day i have to tell you a highlight of my week my work week okay this was awesome <laughs> one of the girls from our youth group which isn't really a girl now because she's been married for a while and has four kids but wow she um she was in our youth group and we just adore her she's so oh, sweet. angie yeah angie she's awesome. she has a coffee and tea shop in south bend and i happen, mm -hmm. i i happen to be working in south bend in, on friday and i had two different jobs one that was pretty much in the morning i got off around one and another one that started too and so i thought oh this is a good excuse to go to to angie's coffee shop and mm -hmm. they have um sandwiches and and iced tea and all kinds of homemade soup so i saw i got in line and i saw they had some hibiscus iced tea so i got an iced tea and then i saw that they had a vegetarian sandwich mm -hmm. that had fresh mozzarella and pesto made with fresh Bay, um, basil and freshly sliced tomatoes and they they put it on a panini press and grill it okay and so doesn't sound that good to me oh it was wonderful so mm. i got my vegetarian sandwich and my iced tea and then there's a it had cheese though is that vegetarian um, yeah, there's different kinds of vegetarian. I don't want to go into that talk. There's like four different kinds. I don't want to go more. into that talk. But anyway, um, non-carnivores, like okay. no, you know, killing animals. So was it good? Oh, it was delicious. And on top of that, it was a sunny day, which doesn't come. Sunny day. And, and I sat out Fishing on the balcony clouds away i sat out on the balcony in the sunshine and ate my sandwich and and Won't it, you tell me how to get get to sesame street but what's so special about that building that i i had my um lunch at well it used to be the boondocks and that was where we a had a fancy our, restaurant we had our very first dinner date there our first real date dinner date yeah 
we're like we dressed in decent clothes, nice clothes. Not I had decent. rubbery prawns and butter. Yeah, I didn't really like what we ate, but I like the I like the um scenery. It's beautiful. It's right along the river, and her coffee shop is in the same building that the restaurant used to be in. So, um, pretty cool. Yeah, we also had our rehearsal dinner at that. Yes, place. we did. So it's right mm-hmm. along the river, and it's beautiful. And yeah, and I didn't eat any rubbery shrimp this time. Ugh, bugs. Yeah. Shrimp are wonderful, by the way. Um, no. They are not bugs. They look like sea bugs. They do not. Not when you eat them. No. Mm, tasty. Yucky. So, um, yeah, I have found through the years for people who don't like to eat a lot of seafood or, or massacred, massacred animals, that most restaurants you can order like a, usually a, a pasta alfredo or vegetarian pasta. Mm-hmm. And it costs less and no animals were killed to give you that meal. <laughs> it was pretty good. Not having the debate about vegetarian <laughs> stuff with you there. A, a, an animal lover like me, it's just too sad I like meat so much. Because yeah, what's the deal with that? Because you love animals. I, I don't want to kill them. But you don't mind <coughs> eating killed animals. I pretend like they aren't really animals. Okay. As much as I like chickens. <clears throat> um, You know. You like to eat chickens. Yeah, unfortunately. That's You're pretty so sad. Funny. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Kind of foul. Yeah. So so that was a highlight of my work week. That was great. And a sandwich? I, eating my sandwich at Angie's shop in South Bend. I wish I had a highlight like that. I, it would have been nice if you could have eaten there with I me. I would have liked to have been there. I had to sit there by myself. Had to? Well, I, I could have went and ate my car, but it was a lot nicer to eat on the sunny <coughs> On the sunny balcony overlooking yeah. the river. Sure. It was pretty. I have a picture of it on um, the view I saw on I'm Facebook. I'm going to go to Star Trek. Yeah. And then I'll are. take you next weekend. Okay. About Wednesday night, I have a sneak preview of Star Trek Into Darkness with my son Nathan at the Lacey Cinema. Okay. IMAX 3D, 8 o'clock p.m., baby. If you're in the Olympia area, come to the show and say hi to me my son and i would love to meet you and you can get a hold of rick at takehimwithyou.com just go rick at takehimwithyou.com email him that and he will say howdy come i would too but i'm working that night you didn't have to be you could take it off yeah i don't take off work very often hmm. <coughs> Except for for my 50th birthday, I will. <laughs> Star Trek only comes every few years. Yeah, I just will saying. go. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go to the more frugal matinee down here in 2D and not get a headache from sitting up real close with bright lights. I think it right. will be wonderful. Fine. And you can you can sit with me at the matinee. 2D. I've only seen one movie in 3D that I thought was worth the money. I know. You've said it all before. Yeah. Avatar. That was the only one that I thought was 
really well done with 3D. Most of them I don't really feel like it's worth the money. I think Rico from Treks and Sci-Fi kind of feels the same way, doesn't he? he? Yeah. He's not a real big 3D fan. Nope. I don't like those little glasses. kind of feel like they give me a headache. You kind of feel like they give you a headache? Well, I do get headaches with those glasses. They've gotten a little bit better. I know. The little plastic ones are better than the when they used to I've just have I've never really chimed in ones. about 3D. I kind of like it. You do? Yeah. But I'm again to the I was into 3D way back when I was a kid. My dad would take me <coughs> to the theater and watch these weird monster flicks in 3D. See, I never liked any of those paper 3D glasses. And then I would get headaches and then I would take them off and then everything would be really blurry and weird colors. And and then you put them back on and you kind of see better, but I don't know. I don't know why I don't like them. You'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be okay. So should we introduce our subject? Sure. Okay. So today we... um, my mother was in our neck of the woods because we had a get-together at my brother's house who lives just a mile down the road. And we had all five of the Bale kids, my mom's children there. And we had a nice dinner. And she came over this evening. Is going to spend the night and go to Olympia with us tomorrow. So we thought while well, she was here, she's never been on our podcast before. And she has lots <coughs> of experience as a mother. So we thought we'd tap into her brilliant she, she wisdom. She has a combination of um, 49 grandkids and great-grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Five kids. Lots of mothering and grandmothering. and so Great-grandmothering. And great-grandmothering. So we had a good time talking to her. And uh, we're going to play you um, the interview from our kitchen table on our slick little... Uh, Tascam recorder as we had tea and uh, uh, we had tea and uh, you had a Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about moms. Yeah. So here you go. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. We'll be back at the end to uh, wrap it up. here at our dining room table and we're interviewing a very famous influential person at least in the Bale family. That's true. And that is my mother Ina Valfrida Torsvik Bale. Very good. Had to get all those Scandinavian names in there. And and she happens to be uh, a mother-in-law uh, a mother-in-law that I actually like uh, I remember filling up uh, your gas tank one day in the town that you live in, and somebody came up and said, is this your car? And I said, no, it's my mother-in-law's. And they said, you put gas in your mother-in-law's car? I said, yeah, I actually like her. <laughs> and they thought, wow, that's amazing. And I thought to myself, I don't know what it's like not to like my mother-in-law. We've always gotten along real well. So thanks for being a great mother-in-law. Thank you. Well, Amy, I'm sure, uh, with since it's Mother's Day and everything, mm-hmm. And uh, you've been a mom for 23 years? Yeah, around almost there. 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Ina, you've been a mom for how long? 63 plus years. No way. 
That's amazing. 63 plus. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I'm sure that there is a wealth of wisdom sitting at my dining room table right here. I've never been a mother other than, you know, to flowers and to puppies and stuff. But oh, I like puppies and kittens and stuff. I can. And you're, you mean you nurture them. Right. Okay. But I've never, I've never been a mother. So okay. I don't know anything about being a mother. So I'll throw it over to you for a moment. You have some questions you want to ask. Well, I had I had some, and I I talked to you about them earlier today. And now you can't I'm remember. Sure, them? they're flying out my head. Um, one of the things I was just going to say, you got to have an early Mother's Day with your five kids and most of the in-laws and a few grandkids and great grandkids today were there. Yes, that's true. So, what was your favorite thing that happened for your Mother's Day celebration so far to this year? Well, I think the fact that that Josh came after so many years to see Randy and Vicky, mm -hmm. uh, I think it made their day. And, and now, that, Randy and Vicky is my oldest brother and his wife, and they adopted five children. And this is a a child. Well, he's a a grown man, very much grown man, that they adopted when he was sixteen years old. And my sister-in-law flew to the Philippines, nearly cost her her life. She got very, very ill and had to be hospitalized, put on IVs. And um, lots of miraculous stories there, one after another, how God provided for her hospital care free mm -hmm. of charge. And when they got back to the States, um, I think while they were there, some of their adoption fees were covered because they were just going to put him out on the streets because of his age. And then when they got back to the States, they went and spoke at a little church on Orcas Island, I believe. It was a little tiny. And they took up an offering, and it was almost to the penny of the amount it cost for their airplane tickets to go over to pick up jobs. Well, how many years has it been since but they've seen been, you? I think oh seven. Mm -hmm. so it's been so, six years. So that was I bet that was a cool thing to watch. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. at least so cool. last time that he was up, I don't here. know that they that he came that here. They may have visited him in Pendleton. In Pendleton, yeah. yeah. But he is that he's come home, and he has told them numerous times that he would come that he would come to see them, and, and, it, and, it, and it hasn't. So that was kind of a special thing. Nice surprise. Mm -hmm. You know, Matter for them. Of fact, um, I had an idea he was coming because he got a hold of me on Facebook last oh, that's night funny. and mm -hmm. was chatting with me. And um, I told him I was going to be at his mom and dad's tomorrow. And he goes, oh, what time? And I said, four o'clock. He goes, well, I might see you then. And I said, you know, I think your parents would be really happy if you surprised them and came and said hi. And I think they were pleased. Mm -hmm. And that's so... Great. <clears throat> where it didn't exactly uh, come to me, uh, but but I saw how, how it made them happy. And well, then, and I think mm -hmm. that is the key to a good mom is that they love to see their children be happy. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. Well, now, since both of you have been moms for some time, what is your favorite thing about being a mom over the years? That's a great question. It's, it's, it's hard to pin it down to... Well, there's several things, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, N numerous things. But something you can say you're, you, you probably would have never experienced without being a mom. 
that's a good thing. Well, I think when when we look around uh, to other families uh, that aren't very uh, kind to one another, uh, you realize when you have children that are close to you and would do anything in their, you know, that they could possibly do, and you know that all you'd have to do would be to make a phone call. Uh, it's very reassuring, mm. uh, you know, as you're as you get older and maybe can't do as many things for yourself as you know sure. uh, used to be. Sure. And I think it it changes at different stages of motherhood because you're talking about making a phone call. But I remember when my our kids were young, to me. Uh, my favorite thing, of course, we homeschooled our kids, so I had lots of opportunity for this, but I just love snuggling on the couch or in bed reading books to my kids. To me, that was some of my favorite times is seeing their faces light up when they, you know, when I read them a favorite story or when they started to read and they were they were getting it, you know. And, um, and as they've gotten older... To me, uh, a holiday is a good holiday if all my kids are just there. To me, that's like... It, Family time does become a very, very good thing as time it, goes on. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a fancy dinner. It doesn't have to, yeah, doesn't dinner, have to be fancy. Or, but just that the kids are all there. To me, that's very valuable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, that makes a good holiday to me. Well, and I, I know sometimes with mom, um, sometimes... We're all within 45 minutes now, mm-hmm. but there have been times where my oldest sister and brother, your Her. oldest kids, mm-hmm. live clear on the East Coast or in mm-hmm. the Rockies, and you can only you see know, them about you could once only, a year. Yeah, and that's someti- difficult. And sometimes mm-hmm. not even that, yeah. you know, because it required a plane trip and, right. you know, lots of time and money, and sometimes... <coughs> That, those are tricky <laughs> to come together. Uh, another thing about today was that I got to play a game of Scrabble. I lost uh, quite handily to my son, but at the same time, uh, it was... Uh, now it now was, everybody knows where I get my Scrabble addiction yeah, from. Yeah, <laughs> Well, I, I don't play as often as I used to, but I do I do enjoy it, and it's uh, kind of a, a fun Have you thing. downloaded Words with Friends on her Kindle yet? Yes, I did. Ah. But she hasn't been playing it. Well, we'll have to work I that know. out because that's like having about, well, I have like 26, 28 people playing Scrabble with me mm-hmm. all I, the time. I, I choose not to get addicted. <laughs> I do. When I get up in the morning, I play. And when I go to bed at night, I play. Yeah. Just got to fill will, those that will, letters I, in. That will not happen at <laughs> I, I actually, there are times when I'm really busy with work that I'm too tired to play. And I'll well, play. it's not like I haven't gone a couple of days. I'll, I'll like. sometimes go two or three days without playing. But, but then, then I get days, nudged so. by people. They're like, yeah. hey, how come you're not playing? And I'm like, well, I have a lot of other games going on, and I'm working. One of Mom's good friends, and also one of my good friends, she was the pastor's wife of the pastor who did our marriage ceremony. Mm-hmm. She nudges me if I don't play with her every day <laughs> because we both She's play. really good at it, too, though. Oh, I would imagine when, Ina, you get together with Evelyn, it's, it's quite a battle on the Scrabble board. Oh, well, I, I know I'm going to lose because <laughs> she is so good. I've only beat her twice, once live and once with Words of Friends, and she's she's whipped me probably... She has a fifty, sixty, hundred times. Uh, she I don't has know, a wonderful, track. wonderful uh, command of the uh, 
English language. And, yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. Well, yes. okay. So being a mother is obviously yeah. a blessing. What's been what's what's been some of the biggest challenges of being a mom? It's a good question. Probably putting up with me. <laughs> no, uh, really. Uh, some sometimes the teen years were a, a little more difficult uh, because they had ideas and maybe their ideas didn't always uh, coincide with mine. But it was never a big big challenge. But but at the same time, uh, you had to make concessions sometimes that maybe you didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, we know what that's like. Mm -hmm. I think I only got grounded one time. I probably should have got grounded more. <laughs> you, you were a little more compliant, I would imagine. I don't know. I remember one time my mom said, you're sitting right here, that myself and my next oldest brother, um, that we questioned things more. The other kids than didn't. The, the, didn't say much. The huh? older three kids, um, mom and dad would tell them, this is what, it, it is what it is, and they go okay, and they didn't argue. And Where you and, and yeah. David certainly did. Well, there we go. Bit. Now I get a little bit more here. This is. Oh, I don't. We'll be married twenty-seven years next month, and uh, I don't think I wondered that, sometimes. Uh, I don't think that I probably argued as much as you argued though. Because I remember your mom saying it was like verbal volleyball. And why didn't you think I was in speech class and debate class and all that jazz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, hmm. But someone asked me once uh, if I had had an, um, was afflicted by the empty nest syndrome. Ah, uh, yeah. And I said, you know, I've been raising children for 30 years. <laughs> and they just went away one at a time, of, you know, a few years in between. And so I really didn't have that emptiness. I just, you know, and it I... It was about 37 years or so that you raised kids. Was it that long? I think I so. I thought it was just 30. I had Laura in 1949, and, and then you were born in 66, and then you didn't get married till you were 20. 86. She was uh, 19. 86. You yeah. were 19. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's true. I was 20. Yeah, that's true, yeah. She was uh, We were 20, too young. That's 20, what we were. 20 in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you so, and Dad were married for 39 years before his accident. So, mm -hmm. and you had Laura a year after you were married. Oh, you, you're right. It was and between seven and 37 seven years and because, because I got, got married, married the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So about 37 years you raised kids. See, and I, I was thinking it was 30. <laughs> <laughs> so 37 years, anybody would be ready for a little, little bit, break. A little bit less. But than here's the deal. You really didn't get a real huge break. Because, I mean, they may not have lived at your house, but I know you babysat for us many times, and, and you, you had all of a sudden you had all these grandkids. I mean, how many grandkids do you have? I figured out... Uh, with Hannah's new baby, uh, I have... You have 25 grandkids. Yeah. And, and how many great-grandkids? 24. 24. Really? So f I have actually <laughs> 49 and expecting two more. That's two fantastic. More, yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty good. So <laughs> if I, I, I live... Because there are 10 or 11 children that 
grandchildren have that are yeah that aren't married yet. Wow. So I could easily, if I live another 10, 12 years, yeah. could have fifty. Oh, more, Over than, more than fifty. <laughs> Quite a bit more, actually. If, uh, well, if there's twenty-five, if there's twenty-five grandkids, <laughs> that's why we have this conversation. And they average two apiece. That's fifty. But you already have some grandchildren that already have you three or four. You didn't answer the question, though. Oh, what was the question? The question I asked your mom. She answered, but you did not answer. What has some? What's been the greatest struggle being a mom? What's been the hardest thing? Oh my. Well, I I think the thing that's kept me up the most at night is reruns of Star Trek. Oh well, that too, but that um, wasn't a, a child thing. Oh, no. okay, all right. Well, she does think I'm a kid sometimes. Yeah. I yeah, I've got I've got four children. That's right. Um, I think the thing that I get mostly concerned with my kids. Is just that they will follow godly principles and that they will love God all the days of their lives. To me, that eternal. But you can't make that happen. But yeah, that's the Mm -hmm. thing. And and, um, I've told mom this many times, I've told you this, that um, often when I'm praying for my children, um, there's a prayer that's taught in just about every Christian church. It's a prayer that Jesus taught his disciples when they asked him how to pray. And in that prayer, Jesus says, Pray, God, your kingdom come and your will be done. Because it's not as important that my will be done in my kids' lives. I, I can't control my kids' lives, but I want God's best for them. I want them to have the life of God and the blessing of God in their life. And I believe that the Bible says it's not God's will that any should perish, but all should have <coughs> everlasting life. So my hope and prayer for my children is that they have a relationship with God and that they have not only eternal life, but abundant life on this earth. And I don't mean just financially or materialistically, but that they have the peace and joy and just the kind of life that's full of love, the kind of life that's full of good choices and not destruction. The, the Bible says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And I have to believe that, that God wants the opposite for that. He wants mm-hmm. us to have a good, wholesome, fulfilled life. And to me, that's family, that's you know, good friendships, that's steady work, you know, just a good, wholesome life. I want my kids to have that. Well, we've seen over the years, we've <clears throat> seen all sorts of examples of families. Mm-hmm. And there are some moms that are pretty controlling. Helicopter and, moms. <laughs> well, what, what's what is the, where did you find the balance, Ina? Because that's another thing that, um, like I was saying about, I like my mother-in-law. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love you. I think you're great. We've never had major conflict. Um, 
but some people have, <laughs> especially with their kids. Some oh, yeah. people don't even talk to their kids. Well, it's, yeah. They're estranged from them. Well, I, What's the balance? Because well, I'm I, sure you wanted the best for your kids. Oh, well, sure. And I think they made good choices in their mates, which is wonderful, which doesn't always happen in yeah. Christian families. Yeah. Uh, but I think being consistent. And somebody asked me one time, well, what did you do different? And I says, I don't know <laughs> that, that I did a, a lot of things different, although we, were, we didn't ask the kids uh, Sunday morning if, if we were going to go to church. You just went. We just went. That's what you did. You know, yeah, that's what we did. We didn't, they did, and they, they didn't question us, you know, whether, are we going to go or aren't we going to go? We just, we went, and that was part of our life. That was, uh, you know, and uh, I think they met uh, the people that were of like mind, and uh, I think it's, it's wonderful when, as they get older, and they they choose mates that um, have similar um, lifestyle right. beliefs and yeah. lifestyle. Um, I remember, I remember one thing that you said um, when uh, when Amy and I came and talked with you and Don um, and said that we wanted to get married. I remember one thing that after Don talked to us. Um, we were, I don't remember what we were doing. Probably and Don making, is my dad, for yeah, people sorry. who don't know. <laughs> sorry, everybody. I, I forget um, that people don't know. Anyway, I remember uh, you telling us, and we. I think we were eating pancakes or doing something, and Don wasn't there at that point. We were, we were just sitting around the house doing something, and you said, now, Amy, when you do this, you don't come back. So you got to commit yourself to it. I mean, I remember us having that talk and having... Amy looked at me like, "Oh boy," because <laughs> it wasn't like there was an option for if if uh, if she d didn't like me, <laughs> that she could just well, come back. I'm, I'm I mean, you weren't being mean, but you no, were just no. saying, "Look at the commitment is yeah. is important. It's supposed to be forever, right?" And it isn't that down the road, if any of my children would have been in a situation that they could not deal with or sure. life threatening. Um, but you were serious about, oh, yes. look, if you're oh, going to yeah. make this commitment, you make the commitment. Oh, yeah. 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 It was important to know that that it wasn't just a fly-by-night thing. Right. <laughs> right. And, dear, was that ever tested for you? Oh, many times. <laughs> <laughs> but, you didn't but, tell me that. What's going on here? Uh, well, you know, I think um, our, this is more on the subject of marriage than... Um, <laughs> Than Mothers. mothering, but I remember I was reading my Bible shortly before we got married, and I felt like God gave me the verse from Ruth chapter one verse sixteen, and it it was a, a daughter-in-law, which was saying something to her mother-in-law, um, which I guess that goes kind of with Mother's Day, but she made a commitment to her mother-in-law. That wherever her mother-in-law went, she would go, and whether wherever she lodged, she would lodge, and that her people would be her people, and her God would be her God, and it was a a covenant or a commitment that that um, Ruth from the the book Ruth, mm -hmm. um, a, a young woman who had lost her husband, and 
um, her mother-in-law had also lost her husband. They were two widows, one younger, one older, and they were going back to um, the mother-in-law's homeland, and Ruth made that commitment to her mother-in-law. And as I read that, I thought, you know, that's just a good scripture about commitment. And I, I remember when we were first married, and I was mad at you for something, and I think you were even sleeping on the couch that night or something or trying to. And God, remi- <laughs> God reminded me. That never happened. What are you talking about? That never <laughs> and happens. God reminded me of that scripture, and I think I came out and, and, and made an attempt to talk things over and make things right with you. And, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was working at church camp, um, many, many years ago, I think either before we were married or shortly after a, a lady had said the reason why she had been married for 50 years is because they made the commitment never to go to bed angry. I don't know if we've ever um, <clears throat> been perfect at that. but We've been pretty good at it. There's been a couple of a times. A few times <laughs> where we've... We've gone to bed disagreeing and probably woke up disagreeing for a well, few Well, we don't agree on everything even now. No, but but the the thing is... is Like, for instance, Star Trek is the best show ever. Uh, you think so, Downtown Abbey's great. Yeah. Oh, yes. Great show. So, um, but anyway, we, you know, I think that, that mom was going back to this. Mom was <coughs> making the point about commitment and... I think in our society that that's one thing lacking. that is is lacking that Big people time. don't think anything about living with three or four people or getting married and divorced with three or four people and you know sometimes there are obviously there's obviously circumstances that are, yeah. that, that make it very difficult to be committed but but back in mom's generation when people said I do it was generally. I meant it. it. They meant it. It was, yeah. it was yeah. a commitment. It was a commitment until um, death do you part. <laughs> right, right, right. And sometimes after that, so, yeah. All right, so, so that this doesn't go on forever and we can enjoy our Mother's Day. I have one last question for you guys. Okay. Was that all right? Do you, unless you have yeah, more. Yeah, I did have a couple. But okay, well, okay. let's do yours first, and then I'll do well, my one last question. You know, there there are people out there that maybe haven't um, celebrated Mother's Day yet. And I, I thought this morning, um, going back over your 60, how many years? 64, 63, 64. 63 plus. Um, can you think of any particular Mother's Day gift, surprise, or... Um, something that blessed you. Something that blessed you. It may have been a service or a um, or a gift, something that that you felt was very special and heartfelt. Say, well, what do moms want for Mother's Day? Yeah. What, what, what do you think moms want for Mother's Day? Well, I think just having their family with them... Um, you know, sometimes when they live away, they can't. But mm-hmm. when they when they are within a half hour, an hour away, it's it's wonderful to have uh, all the family together. And to me, that's that's one of the 
the nicest gifts that, that a person must can be have. Where I got it. I think it is. It's like I'm mm-hmm. so excited because the However, kids are going to come over for but you know what? I think cakes it's, tomorrow. I think it's universal because my mom would say the same thing, and even even at the uh, ripe old age of uh, forty, what am I? <laughs> You're 47. I'm, I thought I was 48. I don't think so. Okay, well, at the ripe old me. age of 47, I also tend to think, like, on holidays and even it'd be nice if even once a week we could have our whole family together because for some reason that's more important to me than mm-hmm. gifts or anything. Mm-hmm. Just having everybody around and laughing and, yeah. and talking and sharing lives. I think that's yeah. the best. Well, see, that... That's what Kathy Bam, my daughter-in-law, that's married to uh, David. That's why she has family dinner every Thursday night uh, for all the kids that are available to come. She says, "I I want my kids to to be together, uh, yeah. you know, and once a once a week dinner brings them together, and uh, so she prepares a meal for." 15 to 18 kids and then it's not unusual that they have drop-ins right. friends and right. neighbors and, and things and, yeah and yeah yeah and um but i bet that's a very prized thing for her too and, and it i is. think um my sister also they have waffles every sunday night and it's Brilliant. kind of a, anybody that would like to come that would like to come from the family or i didn't know about this what yeah waffles <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, stick you, around longer on Sunday here. You, yeah. you would be more than welcome if you know if you did come. I, I know that. And they have friends. They have friends. Uh, you know that drop in or sure. they talk to them and says, "Well, we're having waffles tonight," and they'll come uh, four or five extra people. And there's always you know. I think plenty. we've been invited, but usually we we end up okay. heading back this way because we have stuff mm-hmm. to do. It, and that's my my thing. I need to try to figure out how I can adjust my work schedule, because my job's really physical. So to have a family dinner on a work night is really hard for me because I'm not here to cook or clean. Well, usually or I do the cooking. So well, yeah, often. Cleaning. Yeah. Um, I don't do the cleaning. <laughs> you much. don't do the cleaning though. So for some reason, I like to be able to sit down with. With the table available to put dishes on. Whatever, jeez. <laughs> That's asking a lot. Not your laptop. and. We had another, you had another question before uh, I asked my I, one last question? No, I think that was the one I had. So oh, go no, you got to have one more. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. Now I got to remember what mine was. <laughs> no, actually, I, know, I do know what it is. Um, if you could give one piece of advice. To our listeners, every, whoever's listening to this podcast, um, as a mom, what what would you say? Cause, because everybody's had different experiences with their mom. Some people might not like Mother's Day at all. Maybe their mom has gone on to heaven, or maybe they have not a good relationship with their mom. But if you could give one piece of advice to a child, no matter how old they are. Um, Probably... Uh, being a good listener is probably one of the best things. You don't necessarily have to give advice, but but maybe just being a good listener is all they need. That's one of the things that I noticed about you, Amy, and your mom, 
has been the fact that I had to get uh, long distance <laughs> from our house to your house, Ina, uh, because over the years, you guys talk a lot, which is really good. I think that's a great thing. I know some people have hardly ever talked to their parents. Well, I talk to Amy more than I do any of the other children. Well, and it's she not, likes to talk, well, and you know. I know, and I'm and I'm glad to hear <laughs> hear from her. You know, yeah. really. Well, and I think maybe because you're the youngest. I was the youngest by quite a bit, so the first four of my siblings were all pretty close together. They were within three years, so. Each of them. Three um, years. Let me see. You came along how many years after? And then the I was almost eight. eight years. So I was almost an only child the last few sure, years. Sure. So I had mom all to myself at home most of the time. Mm -hmm. My mom and yeah. dad. Well, yeah. And, and I think your dad had more time, a uh, uh, little more um, downtime. Mm -hmm. uh, for you than maybe he did with the other kids. Well, and I, I think all of us kids, this is kind of going back a ways here, but as soon as we were out of diapers, the, the, the kind of the award for being potty trained was that we could go out and help dad feed the cows. So, so I had, so the new baby then I had by myself uh, for, for a few hours every right. every morning, right. yeah, and then that would help me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and then and then because when I was young, my, I had almost all my brothers. Well, my my two older brothers were teenagers, and then the next oldest was you know like he was eight. But by the time I got to be four, five, he was almost a teenager. So I had three older brothers able to help with chores. So my dad was able to do more putting around the shop and fixing things while the while my older brothers went out and worked in the fields and milked cows and and so I got to hang out in the shop with my dad while he fixed things or he would take me out on the backhoe with him and I would sit all day on the backhoe well, my dad, he'd tell me, move this lever, move that lever. I don't know how I did that. I, don't, I can't picture my kids not being, you know, we have a different generation now with our kids. They bored after five minutes. They would like, they would need a, a Game Boy or something. And, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I think technology, in a way, has done that to kids. that they're, Shorten their attention yeah. Shorten their attention span, yeah. sure it has. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I was able, I, I guess... Partly, I was pretty. I think I was pretty laid back compared to some oh, yeah. people. Mm -hmm. I mean, so kind of type B personality. Your turn so. to answer the question. Okay, what was the question? The question is: What piece of advice would you give to our listeners as a mom? As a mom to someone raising kids, or as to someone whatever you want. Oh, I'm. I you have to make the question more specific. I can't now. I'm, I'm done. Um. I don't really understand the question. Well, you said that some people might not have even celebrate. If, if, what could they do to bless their mom? Oh, okay. Um, boy, I, I, I think, um, I think sometimes providing um, a service or a need or just being there 
to me is more important than another knickknack. You know, unless of course the mom unless, likes knickknacks. Unless they really like knickknacks, but <coughs> I think it um, depends on what their their love language is. Yeah, I mean, this year I I I bought mom a, a play ticket and already took her to a play and right. and um. And we got her some cool tulips. And, and we're gonna take her to Olympia well, tomorrow I mean, we got the bulbs and for have the breakfast. Yeah, sure. And, you know, yeah, tomorrow's so, going to be fun. We're, uh, for mm-hmm. Mother's Day, we are going to pack the whole clan up. And uh, we're yeah. meeting um, my mom. And your mom's coming with us. Mm-hmm. And Ivy, who is Nathan's wife, her mom. mom. And I don't know if we have any more moms, but we're all meeting at Farmer's Market in Olympia. And if it's raining, we're going to meet at a Mexican restaurant. Well, first. yeah, we'll figure that all out. So but, we don't have to eat in the rain. Right. But we're going to go uh, buy some flowers and some different things for our moms and spend mm-hmm. the part of the day together. So that should be very fun. Yeah. And stop and get chocolate covered gummy bears. Yeah, for a friend. For a friend of yours. Well, you might. Anyway, yeah, you might, I'm, get a few I'm, for us. I might get a few <laughs> <laughs> myself. Yeah. But. It'll it'll be a lot of fun because we'll all be together. Spending time together, you know, and it it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be elaborate, you know. Some every once in a while it doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while, one of our boys will come over and we'll get a dollar twenty five Netflix movie and make some microwave popcorn and be red box. Red box, okay, not Netflix. Sorry, we have Netflix and yeah. But, you know, it doesn't have to be an expensive thing. It could or, be pulling or out a board. Yeah. yeah, it could be pulling out a board game that you've had for 30 years. And, you know, but just spending some time. Yeah. We had the kids over the other night for a campfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roasted marshmallows and talked and laughed. And it was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are some of the, those are great times. Well, it's getting to be my bedtime. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah, time, time to I go. So, well, we hope everybody enjoyed. Ina, thank you for being on the program. I yeah, know that we kind of sprung it on you. Yeah. Actually, your daughter sprung it on you. Well, I just, you know, it kind of just seemed meant to be because... Hey, it works out. Because you were over here and right. tomorrow's Mother's Well, Day. I have to say before we go, I think both of you are tremendous moms. And I've always thought that. And uh, I'm very impressed with your mothering skills. So happy Mother's Day to both of you. Thank you. How can people get a hold of us if they'd like to? Well, I mentioned earlier, you can get a hold of us at Taken With You, either Rick at TakenWithYou.com or Amy at TakenWithYou.com. We're all moved over to our new server. Oh, good. And did we lose any? feeds everything worked great great and also you can get a hold of us at our facebook pages um facebook.com forward slash rick dot moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy dot and there is a take him with you page on facebook if you just look up take him with you but we don't we, we don't, don't really that update that very much. Do I you do. put I our try, our podcast feed? I was like on three there? weeks late the other day. Oh no! Do you put our podcast feeds or links yeah, on there I every do. week I or do. try I do. to? I do. Okay, sorry. We really should maybe put like our daughter in charge of it or something. Oh yeah, I like that work. Well, she might get some more creative things on there it seems like i'm sorry i got other things going on hey yeah. you know you can get us of course on stitcher radio okay well 
you know, and you can really... also do iTunes, and you can yeah. also do um, our... Zune, and you can do um, well. Of course, our our Taken with You website website you can plays, you can listen. stream it right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's our kitty cat just jumped jumped off the the counter there. Okay. So... <laughs> wow, that was random. <laughs> well, I was just like, wow, our cat just jumped up. It was like behind the curtain. Yeah. So. Uh -huh. All right. Well. So yeah, you can get a hold of us, and we love, love, love to hear from you. And yeah, and we just paid. I just pay had to pay up front for two years of hosting. Uh, so if you want to help us financially, that would be a real blessing. And thank you. For, there's a couple people. Only a couple people now. We used to have quite a few more, but uh, just a couple people now that give on a monthly basis, and that really helps us. So if you feel led and you haven't given for a while and you want us to continue to do this kind of stuff, um, throw something our way. We've got a PayPal link on our website at takingwithyou.com, and, you know, anything helps. So if you can, that would be great. I had to pay for two years of hosting, so mm -hmm. that came out right out of our money right there. Bye. Yeah. Whoop, gone. <laughs> But well, hey, we get you know we get hosting, so that's good. Yeah. Hi, hi, my my dog came to say hi. Jade came to say hi to. Usually, us. she's telling me that Andrew's home or somebody's home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Andrew yeah. is in search of the great mysterious turkey, turkey sausage. sausage. Patties. Yes, seventy percent less fat. Yes, better for us than pigs. Do your spiel. Okay, this has been. Yeah, they just kill turkeys instead. Probably go bang. But turkeys are kind of stupid. Whack. Okay, so if the animal's <laughs> stupid, we can kill it. But if it's smart, we can't. Like cows so are, don't eat dolphins. Cows are smart. Do, I don't know about that. Oh, they're adorable. They have big brown eyes and long eyelashes. And I'm a cow. And they make good milk. Does that make them smart? I don't know. But they're mammals. Big Macs. Mm-hmm. Steak. Bless Sorry, you. I had a sneeze. Lobster. Wait a minute. Lobsters don't come from cows. <laughs> no, those are bugs from the ocean, too. Big bugs. Big bugs. But this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2013. All rights reserved. Happy Mother's Day, dear. Well, thank you, dear. I'm not your mom, but. Happy thank Mom's you. Day, Mom. I don't think she listens to my podcast. So <laughs> sometimes. Happy birth, happy birthday, happy Mother's Day, Mom. And happy birthday to our son Andrew. But I don't think he listens to our podcast, podcast either. either. <laughs> so you know, none of our family listen to us. Uh, no, some do. No, we have some of on your side of the family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think your sisters listen to it sometimes. Don't know. All right. <laughs> have a good one, everybody. All right. Um,